0: Hello everybody and welcome to episode 122 of On the Flank. I'm one of your hosts, John George, alongside Joe Kirkpatrick. Say hello, Joe.
1: Hey everybody.
0: Joe, we have another May Melee week here. Week number two, I would say. This one maybe not as exciting as week one, but still some good action. No no map fives this entire week. Um, But we still got to see some good teams. We got to see... A great match in Justice Fuel, some Chengdu Hunters versus Philly Fusion, fighting for an undefeated May melee. Um, oh, we got to see the European teams for the first time. Uh, the Gladiators bounced back. We got to see NYXL and Hangzhou Spark for the first time. And Hangzhou Spark performed so badly, they fired their head coach already. I mean, what a weekend, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> yeah. And and, and Washington. Uh, Washington and Boston both debuted this week. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Crazy stuff. We've seen um every team now, and it's been it's been quite a <laughs> quite a you know. We talked about it last week. Just the the impacts and the weight of um all these matches when there are when there are so few and when they've got this this monthly tournament set up. Um. And yeah, sure of week two, it's similar thing. You know, it's um. Uh, It was really, really cool to to have that impression.
0: Yeah, I feel like the magic sort of died down of like last week and now this week of like the mystery kind of of like, ooh, how are teams going to do? Now we've seen every team. We know what they're going to what what they're playing like. Um, We've gotten first impressions. But that being said, we don't know how these teams are going to do next week either, Joe, because the first week, the L.A. Gladiators, they looked absolutely terrible this week. They didn't drop a a single map and actually look like themselves. Um, Of course, they were facing two um, easier teams, I guess you could say, London, Spitfire, Boston, Uprising. Um, But I think we now understand that maybe the Gladiators were just facing two really hard teams last week, um, and they they couldn't compete as well. But they also looked really, really good. Um, We got to see Paris Eternal for the first time, and... Honestly, Joe, even though they went 1-1, one one, I'm impressed by the Paris Inter- Eternal. I think they're going to su- over- succeed our expectation, exceed our expectations here um, as far as European teams go. I think a lot of people, especially after the Steel Series, were like, oh, maybe Paris and London will be better than we thought. I don't think London will be better than we thought after this weekend. But I do think Paris will be. Um, the only map I really wasn't impressed by Paris was the first map against Vancouver, which they dropped Uh, But then they clean swept the rest of that series and looked really good while doing so. Of course, they lost to Houston 3-1, but they were in every map. They looked like they legitimately could get this upset against Houston. Um, And for me, Don stood out most um, for the Paris Eternal. I thought he was a great, some great main tank, great Reinhardt play um, by Paris. How about you? Uh, what, What are your thoughts on Paris? Maybe even London, the other European team, if you want.
1: Yeah, I'm not um uh, not as quick to write off London. I don't think in particular um uh, this their debut week uh, was against the Gladiators and Houston uh which is um in the standings um uh, certainly number 1 and you know two or three um in the region right now. I think next week when we see them against Boston um and when we see them against Toronto, I think that's going to be um uh, more realistic games for London and and you know maybe a uh, maybe a better uh, perspective about about where they are right now but i mean but yeah that being said um the, the yeah, paris did look really nice um i was uh, a little hesitant um in my in my preseason power because i had a, i had him over over london and it was and it was really close um uh, and I, you know wasn't quite sure which way to go on that um but you're right that definitely uh definitely held their own in some of these matches here um definitely the vancouver match we expected him to win um well, it wasn't um uh necessarily surprised there, but um yeah looking really good, yeah. Um yeah, Don on the Reinhardt it's um in one of the stats review articles that came out last week. Um he's right up there in, in several of the stats categories for Reinhardt. Um um yeah, really really good stuff, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um well, let's continue on our NA journey, I guess, and let's talk about the Houston Outlaws, who have now completed their 4-0 um, alongside the Philly Fusion, the only two teams to secure that 4-0 so far in NA. There are still still three teams that could possibly do it. Maybe one, maybe they're playing each other, so that might not be possible. But there are three 2-0 teams left. Um, but, yeah, Houston Outlaws, I mean – Going, I mean, so they 3 1 Paris and then they 3 0 London. They have an easier schedule this week. Um, and then they against London they were missing Dante who had to go in for surgery, um, and could not play in this game. But honestly, they still I'm impressed that they still looked so dominant against London because against Paris I think they were having a little bit more trouble. And then without Dante, I thought, okay, London's going to make this game. Uh, a little closer, but no, they. Houston just rolled, just absolutely stomped that game. And KSF actually looked pretty good on the Tracer in replacement of Dante on Gibraltar. Um, Houston Outlaws, 4 0. Joe, in your eyes, is this a heavy favorite to go to Hawaii? Is this your heavy favorite to be the best team in NA here in in the May Melee after their four games?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know about uh, heavy necessarily, but I mean, they're, they're definitely, um, it, I'm trying to remember specifically about going to Hawaii. How many teams is thats that? Is that two from each region yeah, or just one? Two or... from
0: two from each region. Go
1: two two from each region. Yeah. So, so my my other my other big contender here, I think, would be Washington. Um, I, I forget uh, who they're playing to round out their their schedule that they've got. It's Boston, like Boston and
0: Boston, Toronto. Um,
1: to try to, yeah, yeah, both of those are pretty, um, pretty winnable for Washington. I would say. Um, uh, but but yeah, I think yeah Houston. Uh, definitely has earned their spot. Um, they're at the top. You know, even right from um, day two, I guess it was against the shock. Um, um, yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah,
0: Washington. I agree with you. That's who I'm looking at. Let Let's just move on to Washington. They have their first opening week uh, games here against Dallas and Vancouver. Um, against Dallas. Um, There's a lot of Jerry, actually, Joe. I did not expect as much Jerry as we saw. I was expecting more Assassin Decay-focused stuff. We didn't see Decay until Map 2, I think. Um, And we saw Decay Jerry, which I didn't expect. Um, And Jerry looked good, too. Uh, Of course, used to be on our team on Boston Uprising. And I love Jerry. He's hilarious. Uh, And he's a great player. But yeah, that Washington-Dallas, even though it was a 3-1, it did feel like a 3-2 to me. I mean, Washington had to... Fight, fight on each map to get that win. It wasn't it wasn't an easy task for the Washington Justice ahead, which just once again reaffirms. Okay, Dallas is is legit this year for me, especially after this week. I mean, no hit scan and going two and two, and in their losses, still fighting very hard against Houston and Washington. So, yeah, Dallas, I, I think is confirmed a top tier team for me at this point, especially once they get a hit scan player. But yeah overall my first impressions of the justice this team is as good as they should be on paper um they didn't necessarily like wow me at any point but they they lived up to my expectations which is good because i was worried um <laughs> to be honest I, especially with washington's past of like when they had Corey and Stratus and all those people and like absolutely dominated at the end of season two it was like oh my god this is going to be a team to look out for in season three and then they just fell flat and didn't do anything um so I was worried that was going to happen again because of course at the end of season three they did the same exact thing and looked really good um but no they've started off 2-0 and here and have a very good chance in my opinion of going 4-0 and uh they're good they're scary and Mag he's good <laughs> um, he's definitely gonna be the rookie of the year running like everyone predicted. Uh he's he's good. Uh what are your thoughts on Washington, Jeff? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think that um that Washington Dallas game in particular uh, was really um a really nice <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> uh was a, a really really nice setup of um what what's to come for this team, like in the rest of the season. Um and particularly Mag, uh like I said, um, and have been saying this off season. I think he was one of the players I was most excited to watch um, in the league um, um, coming, coming into these season four matches um, because of you know his storied history and, and and championship quality, main tank play, and all this kind of stuff. Um, and, and yeah, watching watching Mag versus Fearless in particular in that um, Washington Dallas game was was just excellent. Um, uh, some really really top tier Eastern tanks. Um, by which I mean top-tier tanks. Um, uh, th- that's, that's definitely my match to rewatch uh, as we, as we pick one every week, uh, definitely for me, is Washington versus Dallas. Um, and yeah, you're right, that could easily count to five maps, um, uh, and, and, and didn't quite, but, um, but yeah, really good series. Um, and I expected the, I expected Washington versus Vancouver to be a sweep, um, so, you know, props to Vancouver, they were able to pick up a map, um. Um, but yeah, really good looking team. Like I said, um, probably um, uh, you know number one or two, depending on how the the map differentials go. I anticipate um, in North America.
0: Yeah, uh, Washington's got a much easier schedule than Houston, so I think they could easily grab that number one uh, with with map differential. They only gotta they only gotta get three to tie Houston. So um, plus three that is. So we'll we'll see what happens there. Um. But yeah, speaking of Vancouver, I guess let's talk about more of the bottom teams that aren't are doing so well. Vancouver, it's funny to me how um, Vancouver has been able to take a map in each one of their series. Every series has been three-one. Um, some of them were like in Tor- against the Toronto game, they took a map because Toronto put in like their subs. <laughs> it's it's been all over the place. They've had a pretty tough schedule: Washington, Florida, Toronto, um, and then Paris, who is looking better than we thought. But it's interesting to me that Vancouver, like, is 0-4 here, bottom of the standings. But I think everyone's feelings about them overall are positive, because I think we expected worse, I guess. Um, They've looked better than we thought they would. But I want to stress, like, 0-4, still not good. Still not good, I'll tell you that. And they haven't got breadsticks yet. They haven't taken it to map five.
1: (laughs) yeah, that's 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 been the primary goal for everybody, I think. Yeah, yes.
0: <laughs> everyone wants to go to map five. Um, but besides that, I guess I could talk about Boston briefly. Of course, I had higher expectations for our team going in to to this week, predicting them beating the Gladiator or Dallas. Maybe I can't remember who I predicted them to be, but I predicted them to beat someone. They didn't take a single map against Gladiators. It was definitely more of a roll uh, against the Fuel boston arguably should have taken havana definitely had chances on both havana and volskaya to take a map so the, the weekend it got better for boston as things gonna things go on and as someone who of course is is there during game day um i can easily track it too i think it's mainly nerves um for for the uprising and in week one of course he got two rookies on this team and Um, players like Punk and Mong who still haven't shaken maybe last year's, uh, woes and stuff like that just mainly seemed like nerves to me, um, from the players, uh, playing uncharacteristically bad sort of, and making some mistakes they wouldn't normally make in practice and stuff like that. So maybe they'll put them, put that behind them, but obviously, you know, schedule doesn't let up here, (laughs) Washington, uh, tomorrow. So quick three-day turnaround to face a very another very tough team may melee might just be a wash for for the uprising um what do you think about the uprising joe uh
1: yeah i think um i I would agree with with the assessment in terms of yeah that i i definitely expected better um uh out of this out of this team in this first week and granted you know really hard uh really hard couple matchups um in in gladiators and dallas um um, but but yeah, d- uh, didn't uh, d- didn't necessarily look look themselves um, this this particular week, which was unfortunate. Um, uh, but, but yeah, ho- hopefully it was just nerves. Hopefully we'll be able to see um, some of the really cool things um, that I know this roster has, and I'm sure I'm sure you know even better than me <laughs> that this roster has. Um, particularly looking at this London match in week three. Um, uh, again, also playing Washington may not be. Um, um, as competitive, but um, yeah, I, I I don't want to write Boston off yet, just like I I don't want to write London off yet. Uh, but I think I think for different reasons, I've got I've got a little bit more faith in Boston even yet. Um, um, but, but yeah, it's it's they've got a uh, like you said, quick turnaround, put that behind you, and, and keep going.
0: Yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta make sure you don't give up on the seasons for any of these teams yet. Obviously, I mean. London specifically for London Boston Paris Vancouver teams like this with brand new rosters and and for some new coaches and stuff like that like you're right it's this is two games for most of these teams here this is they've got some time to turn it around and they they need to get used to the match environment you know they're they're not quite uh accustomed to the Overwatch League yet um they gotta get used to to all that um and get used to sort of the match day environment and the nerves that go on there um, but yeah we'll see Boston London's going to be a pretty exciting game this week I I imagine for both teams this I think they're both going to see it as like okay this is our chance this is this is our best chance to win here then this may melee here and this whoever wins it that's great momentum going into the June joust knowing like knowing you won at least your last game not for Boston will be their last game. Knowing you at least won one game in May Melee, that'll really help your team for two teams who are newer to the the league, maybe have some nerves. Getting that first win is so huge for for that confidence, you know? Um, So that'll that'll be a big one we're predicting later as well. So Um, I guess we should move on to Asia, um, where we saw four teams play this week. Chengdu, Philly, New York, and Hangzhou. We saw Chengdu and Philly last week looking great. They once again look great this week and actually faced each other. Um, on the first day, Chengdu 3-0 sweeps New York. Philly 3-1s Hangzhou. And we get we get that 3-0 versus 3-0 matchup. Thank goodness. Um, and they face each other and Philly ends up on top. And all they had to do was nano-carpe. Um, That's all I had to do. (laughs) Who is my MVP, and this is my match to rewatch as well. I I just wanted to give Carpe MVP because I want to point out how well he did in these first four games. He is one of the oldest pros in the scene. He is still on top uh, as one of the best DPS in this league. He is so damn good uh, that I am obviously going to give this to Carpe. He deserves it. Um, And especially for people who are unable to watch Asia, because a lot of people, you know, can't catch those replays or can't watch it live. So I just want to point out, Carpe, he's stomping still. Don't worry. What do you think about Philly's performance this weekend as a fan, Joe?
1: Yeah, it's just is excellent to watch. Um, I I sort of alluded to it last week, I think, but I'm I'm definitively saying now um, that the at this point I think my 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 concerns uh, for the roster, my concerns for this team, um, at, at least for now, have been put to rest. Um, and it's it's um, you know still unfortunate that they're playing without uh, Poco and Funny Astro and um, uh, Ichio and Shockwave. I think were the other two. Um, but <laughs> Topi and, and Hotba uh, um, have absolutely uh, stepped in really successfully uh, to fill to fill those roles and um um I, I, and yeah, like I said, there the, the were concerns about you know is that going to be enough? Is is there going to be um or are there going to be you know growing pains into that roster? Are we going to see um, weird? Flashes of weirdness before it kind of all settles out. Um, and they respond by going 4 0 in the first tournament. And I think that's, um, <laughs> you know, that's exactly what you want to see. They, um, I suppose they didn't, um, have the toughest schedule in the world. And go back, they played LA, uh, and, and Seoul, uh, LA and Seoul in addition to Chengdu and Hangzhou. Um, so I haven't run into Shanghai yet, I guess was my point, but, um, um, but, but yeah, that being said, I think this is uh, <laughs> definitely a good month for Philly. Um, I, I'd love to see him play Shanghai at some point, maybe in the uh, maybe in this this tournament if it comes to that. Um, but um, yeah, definitely have accommodated for um, what was clearly starting the season, um, you know, down a down a peg, down um, some of the resources that you need.
0: Yeah, um, I, I'm super impressed by Philly, but let's not. Take Chengdu out of the equation just yet either. I think they've had a very three-and-one. Um, beating some good teams like New York, who got extremely hyped up from Scrim Bucks and ended up looking pretty good in that Hangzhou game. I think they looked not great against Chengdu at all. Um, but beating them still, obviously, not a big deal. Three three owing Shanghai, that's pretty good. And then Valiant, of course, most people will beat them. But still, Chengdu, I think. They definitely have the potential to get out of that Chengdu zone this year. I mean, 3-1, and one, that's a great finish here in the main Melee. We'll see what they do in the tournament. I think that's a big part of it, of course.
1: Yeah, absolutely. My my MVP uh, this week is actually going to Genmu uh, on the other side of that um, um, Philly-Chengdu match in particular. Um, the, the, obviously, they didn't pull out the win, but, um, but the way... Uh, it, it, again, I think it, it's a matter of you know consistency um, in the DPS line. You, he'll do what you expect him to do, um, and he does what is successful for the team. Um, which, which, yeah, not not many other um, Overwatch League teams are doing it. And that's okay. You know, if it works, it works for Chengdu, and it does. Um, I'm, uh, it, it, you know, I've even gotten to the point that. Um, the you know the whole discussion of the chengdu zone and and and, and all that kind of thing i mean it, it's one thing if you know they're like playing weird stuff and, and confusing um c- confusing wins out of their opponents but um the, these last couple of matches for chengdu i mean they've been they've been earning wins out of their opponents uh which is something that i don't think we've been able to say uh, about this team um the you know at every point in its history and that's um th- th- that's definitely a positive thing i'm 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 really impressed with um with the way chung has been looking
0: yeah definitely i i'm i'm looking forward to how they do in the tournament i think that's going to be a very pivotal moment for chung and chung fans um to see if they can this is going to be the big moment right if they can make it to that top four um it's going to be huge i think that's a success right there because they just entire last year they weren't able to do it so they weren't able to compete in any of those tournaments so that's going to be big um, as far as the the other two besides Philly and Chengdu of course New York and Hangzhou I think New York I'm still like a little wary on obviously a lot of people hype these guys up I think they they looked obviously better against Hangzhou but Hangzhou was crippling themselves this week um yeah by not playing their who should be playing on this team let's be honest i mean they have some of the best chinese talent they were able to as everyone is memeing about they are able to hoard away from Chengdu, um like lesia and and players like this who they just have not even put in they are refusing to put in put put in bernard is in instead of lesia stuff like this um and Hangzhou immediately listened to complaints, apparently, because they immediately have fired um, head coach uh, Pejian, um, of course. And they, they're mov- they're moving on. <laughs> and They're like, okay, enough. Of- it's literally been one week, and they're done. They're they're done with the head coach. They're like, you're not. We paid a lot of money for these this top talent. You're not even playing them. And thank God we're not. I mean, that's huge. Obviously, I think it's if we go an entire season with some of this top talent just rotting on the bench, like that's awful. That's, you need to get these people in the game. Um, and I guess we'll see. It's not confirmed yet that they're going to do that next week. So we'll, we'll see, I guess, but I would imagine that's the main reason they have fired their head coach. Um, yeah. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on this whole situation? Good, good move by Hongjo or maybe did they overreact? It, it's one week. What are they doing?
1: Yeah, it's definitely a a surprising move. Uh, (laughs) It kind of makes you know, makes me wonder if there was um, potentially more um, beyond, you know, just raw team performance um, potentially that went into the decision. Um, And although it is true that um, uh, a lot of at least the public complaints were about um, the the roster itself, yeah, and, and who you're playing and that kind of thing. And so that's uh, it's definitely more of a, a coach thing than a team performance thing. Uh, you, you know, if you've got the best best players in the world and don't send them, um, <laughs> you know, don't actually send them into play, there's um, not much that can be done. Um, um, but but yeah. But th- th- that being said, definitely uh, definitely a pretty drastic move, a really really interesting move. Um, and yeah, as they as they're going into next week um, and they're they're playing matches, I know we're picking one of them. Um, uh, we're picking the Guangzhou match, I believe, um, and the other one they're playing is Shanghai. I mean, those will be two, um, or, or you can, can be two, um, really, re- really pivotal games for them. I think um, if they want to, if they want to finish two and two, they they um, may may still be good enough to qualify. I think, um, yeah, depending on depending on how some of these other matches go, obviously in Asia, um, and they then if you know, if, if they can if they can hold on to the um, uh, one of those one of those um, lower qualified suits. They'll, they'll absolutely do it. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> or they'll absolutely take it.
0: Oh yeah. Um, I, I mean, obviously they. Got, I think Guangzhou's like the game, right? Where th- that's going to be the make or break moment. I mean, if they're able to beat Shanghai, that'd be nuts. Um, but it, Guangzhou's really the game I'm looking at. It, they could possibly still make it. There are only eight teams in this um east side of the standing, so tomb two can get you in for sure especially with with some of these teams all at one and one right now some o and two teams so yeah we'll see what these new coaches at hong do do this weekend um any other teams you want to talk about here joe i think we covered a good amount of them
1: Uh yeah out of teams that uh played this week i think we may have may have touched on them all um yeah. Um, yeah. Other teams, uh, notably the Shock, will finish their season next week. Or, or finish their <laughs> uh, they'll finish their 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 four match qualifiers next week. Um, uh, that'll be interesting, uh, as well as some of these other teams we mentioned. But yeah, it's um, uh, <laughs> another another really good week. And uh, notably, I guess also um, uh, Houston and Vancouver are the only teams I think right now who have explicitly um, like solidified their their qualifying or not Um, actually it it doesn't quite make sense because I assume Philly probably has as well yeah Philly Um, but for sure Houston and Vancouver have
0: both Philly and Chung do have also
1: so okay perfect
0: and I think some of these Um, lower teams it's gonna like Boston and London with a 0-2 with a minus 6 map differential it's basically mathematically impossible for them to qualify Yeah. Um, but I don't think Overwatch League has officially eliminated them or anything like that. But I think if you do the math, it's just like nuts. It would be so hard for them to, I don't even know if they can to be, it's going to like require for uprising or require like Toronto to go, zero two and lose a bunch. Like, it's just a lot of things that need to happen. Um, but yeah, those are. Philly Chengdu out Houston are guaranteed spots in this May melee tournament so we'll see them on Sunday that's when the tournament the playing tournaments are gonna be so um all right I guess we move into the news then which starts off with a new live patch uh, the experimental notes just straight up copy and paste it into live including that insane diva call mech buff which a lot of people are like why why is this in the game? Um, but yeah, Joe, you're the patch man. I guess if you wanna, it's it's the same as the experimental, I guess. But
1: yeah, uh, yeah. So like we mentioned, the, the diva change uh, by and his healing got changed a little bit, as well as the immortality field nerf. Um, uh, notably, Reinhardt lost fifty HP. Um, uh, <laughs> you, you, those are those are the big changes, I think. Uh, Arisa got a little bit of a buff uh, to her halt. Uh, there was also a, a PTR patch, but just um, for testing bug fixes and stuff. Um, although, notably, if you're a junkrat player, uh, perhaps you're aware of the—I um, mean, it, evidently it was a bug. Uh, where if you use rip tire while you're on like the very edge of a ledge, uh, the rip tire like you'll stay on top of the the high ledge, but the rip tire will spawn like on the the level below. Um, it's just disconcerting. and helps. Give you a little bit of an edge of surprise, I think, against your opponents. That they patched that out, so that's that's notable. Again, if you're a junkrat player, but nothing else significant on that PTR patch either. So
0: okay, cool. Right? Yeah, I've been I've been playing a little bit on the live patch. Reinhardt definitely feels a little worse. The diva thing is a little annoying. I have gotten like severely damaged from it, but I haven't been one shot by it yet. Um, <laughs> it's just a matter of time <laughs> uh, but yeah um, on to of course the Hangzhou news I, we didn't say specifics of who uh, got hired so I guess I should mention that Pageon getting uh, fired and then they ended up picking up uh, Mentalist as an assistant coach so yep that's those are their changes and uh, Dante is becoming the interim head coach not mentalist so mentalist is just picking up as an assistant uh so yeah that'll be interesting to see how that works i mean it, i imagine we will immediately get some some changes here uh as far as the lineup goes hopefully uh
1: yeah i'd be surprised um <laughs> now having made that change if if that's not what ends up happening yeah, yeah.
0: i mean Dante and pageon were have been c- coaching together for a very long time so they could have similar uh views on what the lineup is i guess um because they coached together at vancouver and all this stuff so who knows if they have different differing opinions or not but i would imagine they would also fire on dante if he did have similar opinions because yeah they fired this man <laughs> um, for a reason i would imagine uh but yeah we'll see we'll see what that results in this upcoming weekend um up next Dante had surgery uh you can check his twit longer on Twitter if you want to um read his gruesome story that's a little not safe for work honestly um but yeah he just had to he had to go to the ER miss the game uh because he had to get surgery um and you can read up more on it if you want to it looks like he's recovering um luckily houston doesn't have games until sunday this week so hopefully he'll be better in time for that which i imagine he will
1: yeah uh and and you know like we said uh the the team uh still looked pretty good without him which was which was um impressive
0: ksf definitely looked better on the tracer than i thought he would of course it was against uh london so not the best team to be facing so definitely could need dante against these better teams but Yeah, overall, Houston still looking very strong and hopefully they'll have Dante to make themselves look even stronger. Uh, Last up, Joe put this in here. Uh, There's a Chugdu Hunters uh, NVIDIA GeForce partnership here uh, and there's going to be a limited edition GeForce RTX 3080 Chugdu Hunters and it looks very clean. It's got Chugdu Hunters colors. If I were to get a 3080, I would want to get this one. I don't know if this is available to buy now because 3080s are ridiculously hard to get already and I'm sure everyone would want to get their hands on any type of 3080 whether it's a Chengdu Hunters limited edition or not um but this one is sick it really is if you're a Hunters fan this is I would totally want this one um you can check out on their Twitter what it looks like stuff like that I don't they didn't link exactly where to buy it if you could buy it yet if you could pre pre-order it or anything like that they just Feels like just an announcement. Have you seen any links or anything like that, Joe?
1: Uh, yeah, no, nothing beyond, uh, nothing beyond that initial announcement. But yeah, I just thought it was um, very appropriate given this this excellent week for Chengdu. Um, you know, if if you want to play like them, uh, now you know exactly how. Yeah, I guess so.
0: <laughs> the whole team has it. Uh, but yeah, that's it's very clean. Chengdu with a cool cool partnership there. Um, but yeah. I guess let's move on to week three predictions. Um, I don't know how our pick standings are going, Joe, but I imagine I'm still getting squashed by you. Um,
1: yeah, we're, it uh, uh, looks like 56 to 40. So I, I, think, I, I think I picked up two points uh, of margin. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we're, we're still going strong.
0: Yeah, damn. I, I was hoping to come back a little bit, but unfortunately still losing points. Uh, you, you must had a good week because i feel like i had a pretty good week um
1: yeah let's see um yeah i think i had every winner in north america it looks like um and i had i had Hangzhou beating new york um uh that was i, I guess the one match that i didn't Wow. I'm, I'm impressed with myself. <laughs> um uh, as I'm actually going going back to look at it. But yeah. Um I think the
0: difference was just yeah, the this difference was just Uprising Gladiators game then. Um because I also got Hangzhou New York wrong and but the, I got Boston Gladiators wrong. So we both had uh, both yeah. had good weeks. Um yeah. I got some map scores right, I was excited about that. I got all six points in the fuel justice game. I think I checked and you did too, maybe. Um. Yeah. Good week for both of us. I guess we're we're both pros at this.
1: Absolutely. Yes. That's, that's why we. I I, I would hope so. If we're doing the show. <laughs> I'm. I'm. Let's see. Live update. I am one thousand one hundred forty-first in the in the overall global leaderboard. That's leader that's board. not bad. I feel
0: like I'm like ten thousandth or something. <laughs> you're like one thousand. Not bad Yeah. I'm ten thousand two hundred twenty-two. Two hundred twenty. So you're way ahead of me there. <laughs> Um, Randy Savage is in the lead Um, I hope that's the actual Randy Savage (laughs) (laughs) With 71 points Turns
1: out he's a big Overwatch fan Yeah
0: 71 points That's nuts Um, My god Okay uh, let's see Let's pick Uh, Of course Joe you have to pick first because you're in the lead But first up we're doing um, Picking from the Asia games And it's Seoul versus New York New York uh, and Seoul both going 1-1 and in their first week. Seoul losing to Philly and then beating Guangzhou 3-0. New York getting 3-0'd by Chengdu, but then beating Hangzhou 3-1. Uh, I think this one will be a close game. I, I I still have a lot of questions for New York. I think Seoul, I don't have as many questions, which is a good sign for Seoul. Um, but who do you have in this, this matchup between these two teams, Joe?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I tried to pick these that were <laughs> going to be a little bit closer potentially. Um, uh, definitely, um, some this coming week are, are going to be not as close. Um, um, but, but yeah, I think I think barring um, the, barring unusual circumstances, I'm I'm giving the edge to Soul here. Um, in this matchup against new york um the, the, yeah i'm not uh super impressed with like the new york, new york strength of schedule at this point i think this is going to be one of the hardest matches they've had in this tournament cycle um and it, it's uh, unless they're able to you know step up to it i think um so which granted um consistency issues you know whatever we haven't we haven't seen very much of them either but um um you know my, my initial assessment i'm 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 leaning towards them, definitely. Yeah,
0: I'm going to go Seoul as well. Um, I think New York... This If New York's able to win this game, I think they proved to everyone, like, okay, yeah, the Scrum Bucks are real. You buy into them. This is it. This New York team is good. But uh, based off last week's performance, I don't think they should win this game, especially if Seoul is playing as well as they have been. Um, and regular season Seoul is no longer a thing here. Uh, so, I yeah, I'll go Seoul to win this one. Next up... Um, We got that Boston-London game. Two teams, of course, that have not picked up a single map in their May Melee tournament so far. London definitely a hard first week. Boston as well a hard first week. Um, the likes of Gladiators, Houston, um, and Dallas uh, on the, these two schedules so far. Now they will face each other. This will be Boston's last May Melee match. This will be London's third May Melee match, so second to last. Uh, this this is going to be a close one between, I think, two teams. A lot of people putting, uh, after the second week, putting at the bottom of their NA power rankings, basically, alongside Vancouver. Joe, who do you think uh, will pull this one out?
1: Um, and again, sort of, uh, this is sort of alluded to it in some of our earlier discussions of the week, but I guess that means we're doing a good job um, <laughs> breaking down uh, sort of the state of the league, but... Uh, but, but I, I do. Um, I tend to go with Boston here. Um, that I'm, I'm not. Uh, I, I haven't quite written them off yet. After um, a really difficult, um, really really difficult opening week, and um, I, I think some of the experience uh, on the roster is definitely going to help them uh, over over uh, over London. Uh, I, I do expect it to be close um let's see if I pull up my picks because uh, I think I may have this one going to five maps um um at, you know, at least as for my for my score pick yeah um but it, it's Boston um Boston ahead ultimately that yeah I, I hope this is um like we talked about you know the win that I think they are gonna need
0: yeah I'm going Boston as well of course i I think I also have a pretty close or London at least taking one map maybe. But I, if, if, I will say, if this was Boston's opening game, I think that it's a different story against Gladiators, Fuel, and Justice. Um, if if Boston faces London first, I think they're able to take some maps because they would have gained confidence. They would have been like, yeah, we can do this. I, I think this will still be a closer one because I think Justice might be a little bit rough, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, I think this should be Boston's first win. They def We definitely should beat London. I will say that. Uh, so I will give it to Boston, but I think it will still be a little bit close. Maybe maybe the nerves will catch up because we should beat London as well, um, which will, it would also be a reason to be nervous. Like if we lose this game, people are going to think we're one of the worst teams in this league. So um, yeah, but I, I still think Boston should pull this one out. Next up, um, we head back to Asia for Guangzhou, Hangzhou. Two teams that I think a lot of people predicted to disappoint this year. And so far, they have lived up to those expectations, both 0-2. <laughs> <laughs> both 0-2, Guangzhou has yet to take a map. Uh, Hangzhou able to take maps in both of their series against New York and Philly, two tougher opponents. And they have the coaching change. I mean, hard not to pick Hangzhou here, I feel like, after after the uh, hype we've gotten from this firing. And hopefully they, they put in their best players this weekend. Right, Joe?
1: Yeah, that, that would that would definitely be the goal. Uh, it's funny. Uh, last couple of weeks, I've I've picked these four matches that we highlight, uh, and then you've introduced them, and it's it's funny listening to um, <laughs> sort of, sort of your your analysis of them because it's uh, very similar with, um, <laughs> with with the way that I was thinking about it as I was <laughs> as I was selecting Good. them. Um, um, the, 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 yeah, I, I think it is hard not to pick Hangzhou here, um, and. Um, and, you know, part of that may be, you know, confidence in this, in this coaching decision that they made. Um, and, and um, but, but, but yeah, I, I do hope to see some of these, um, um, bright and shining faces that we didn't see in week two. Um, uh, cause, cause that'll be important. And yeah, I, um, uh, regardless of having gone winless, um, in their, their opening week, I think there's, um, Definitely gonna gonna find some success here in uh, week three.
0: Yeah, um, I'll give it. Uh, I, I'm still sort of split here. I I, th- I think Hangzhou's the smart pick, Joe. I definitely do. But I still, despite th- getting three owed by two teams, and of course it was the Soul Dynasty, and Shanghai Dragons. It was two of the toughest teams. I still found some redeeming qualities in Guangzhou, so it's hard for me to pick against them here. Um. Especially with Choi so Juan, I thought his tracer was nuts. But I'll still go Hangzhou. I'm riding the hype train of they're finally going to put their good Chinese players in. We're going to see them. I'll go Hangzhou here. Um, last. Florida. Paris. Uh, Florida 2-0 and so far. Paris are 1-1 so far. Um, and honestly, even in their loss, Paris was competing with the Houston Outlaws. They were looking pretty good to the point where Like, I think this um, they've got games against Atlanta, Florida. I think this week is a big week for Paris, because if they're able to get one of these wins against Atlanta, Florida, I think people are going to be like, oh, shoot, this is this is that team we rated low. That is actually going to be a mid table team here. Um, They're going to raise themselves a tier here. And I think they could definitely compete with Florida. Joe, do you think they're able to pull off this this upset?
1: Um, yeah, I, I think, um, the, the positivity, you know, is definitely there. It's, it's, um, reasonable stance to take. Uh, I, I'm definitely not picking against Florida though. Um, in, in this, this particular matchup, um, uh, the, 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 yeah, the, we haven't seen, we, we haven't, I feel like we haven't talked too much about them yet this season. Um, in that, you know, they've been, um, meeting expectations, which is, which is what you want to see, um. Uh, but yeah part of that expectation is that um when, when you get to matches like Florida uh, those are ones you take uh, and I anticipate that'll be the case again or matches like Paris I should say uh, for the Florida Mayhem uh, I anticipate that'll be the case again
0: yeah I I will come out and straight up say I I am predicting Paris to beat Atlanta I already have locked that in my pick I think I don't think they beat Florida um but I do think Paris will get will go two and two get a get a win against Atlanta this week. I think in the rush battle, Paris could beat Florida, but I think a double bubble, I think Florida beats Paris. So I think these are two more even teams than we think. I'll be honest. Uh, but I do still think Florida will pull this one. Out. I think Florida's the better team and have looked better so far than Paris, so they should win it. Um, so yeah, there are four picks in those matchups. We of course pick every game on the pickums. Uh, that's how he decide who's winning. Unfortunately, I am in desperate need for a catch-up here, uh, so I think I'm gonna try to make some bold picks that could pay off, or it could it could uh, make things worse for me. We'll see.
1: Well, and and extra points once we get into the knockout tournament too. Oh yeah. so. Oh, and it actually looks like you can you can pick your yeah. I think for the knockout your advanced ones. Already. I think
0: yeah. I think for the knockout. I don't know if they're do. I don't know what exactly what they're doing. Or if they're just doing pick the two you think are going to advance, or if you can actually pick up pick the individual games, or what's going to happen?
1: You're, you're right now on the pick'em site. You can it's like just check boxes, pick the two teams. Yeah, I I, I was on.
0: going to like fill mine in, but then it said once you submit them, you cannot change them. So I was like, oh yeah, hell no, Ooh. I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm definitely <laughs> waiting then. Um, so
1: yeah. Yeah, I wonder when the when the cutoff for that is. I would
0: imagine at the beginning of the play-in tournament on Sunday. Um, yeah, that should be the way they do it, at least. I, it'd be weird if they don't, <laughs> if they let you just wait until the end or whatever. But yeah, that's, I, I'm, I'm going to come back this week. I know it, Joe. Uh, it's going to happen. There you go. But yeah, that's that's another week of overwatch league and we got, I mean, this next week of overwatch league literally starts tomorrow. So we're getting right back into it. I'm excited for next week. We'll know the four teams, uh, that are playing for the May melee, uh, championship, which is exciting. We get to see the regions go head to head each tournament. I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, but yeah, anything else to say about week two or the upcoming week three, Joe?
1: Um, yeah, other than, you know, this, this is going to be a big one. Um, that's that's definitely the case lots of matches uh lots of overwatch um and and hopefully you know if these first two weeks were any any indication um, <laughs> lots lots of highlights too. you know what
0: actually since we don't have a an episode until we know who's going who the top four are going to be let's just let's do it let's predict our who we think the top four is going to be which is a little harder for us of course because we're going to be missing a whole week of games before this prediction um but let's just do it for fun here um I'll go first, I guess. since I suggested it. <laughs> and I don't, I don't want to <laughs> put you on the spot, Joe. Um, my top two, I'll go NA. The two who I think are going to go, um, I think Houston shock. I'll go Houston shock. And then, oh, uh, I don't know, actually. Yeah, I'll go Houston shock. And then for the East, I'll go Philly. I'll do Philly. Chung do honestly, they're looking the best. Obviously we've seen more games from those two. So maybe it's a bit biased and, And stuff like that but i think philly chung do are the two best and have obviously proven it so far i'll go philly chung do and houston shock who you got joe
1: um yeah that's i i definitely had an answer um (laughs) when you brought it in yeah it's uh it definitely is a little early but i i know who um i would pick at this point and um and yeah going with going with philly chung do in asia i think that's uh super reasonable i wasn't very impressed with um uh, with Shanghai against Chengdu uh, when they played that series. Uh, me, and again, you know, the, oh, it's Chengdu, um, they just got confused or whatever <laughs> isn't a very good excuse anymore. Um, um, in in North America, I'm going Houston and Washington. Um, the, 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 I'm, I'm pretty confident in, in Washington um, uh, in, in their upcoming week matches, but also just in general. This um, <laughs> is a team that I like um, and anticipate they're going to be able to, to um, Um, take on that and do well in in the um, tournament as well.
0: Yeah, I think Washington's definitely up there and what I love about NA is obviously you still got Fuel, Gladiators, Mayhem, Toronto's been looking like you got so many teams here that are obviously competing. The, The Houston Shock, I don't think, is like a lock for me. Absolutely not. Like, I think any, I'm looking at this like these standings right now and any of these like top six, top seven, I think are pretty set on possibly making it to that uh, top four. So it's it's a good season here for NA, especially. I, this. Lots of competition. I'm excited. Uh, but, yeah, the, I think that should be our show. No more surprises, Joe. That's it. Uh, thank you all for listening. Of course, follow our show on Twitter and on the flank show to see predictions and power rankings when we do them and stuff like that. You're listening to this in one way. If you want to listen to it in a different way, you can go uh, to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Enjoy this upcoming week three of Overwatch League 2021.